FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and this is part two of a conversation with Dr. Lee Merritt. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, Patriots, and we're back with a special edition tonight of a two-part Bards FM. This is the second part of the interview with Dr. Lee Merritt. And just as a great interview, and we just have gone a lot of places, it was almost two hours, and so it was necessary to split it up because I just don't see people sitting for two hours straight for a single podcast. And if you haven't heard the first part, that was in the previous hour in Bards FM, and this is Bards FM Special Edition Part 2 here. And before we begin, make sure that you are taking care of the food and necessarily things you need for your family. That's why we have My Patriot Supply. And you can get there by going to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. When you get there, you're going to get 20% off on the three-month meal packets. And those are three-month meal systems designed for an individual in the family. These are things you need to stock up on for each member of the family. They last for up to 20 years. So these food systems are ideal for the sort of baseline that you need in prepping for the emergency so that we are facing ahead. We are looking at a time ahead where we're going to see extreme shortages in food. We're going to see rising costs. We're already seeing that. Gas, food, housing, all of this. Plus, we've just seen an increase of natural disasters and threats to our sovereignty. So, Patriots, head on over to preparewithbards.com. Stock up on these base foods that are from one of the best emergency supply companies in the country. That's My Patriot Supply. All made in America, fantastic quality over 2,000 calories per meal. This is the type of products you need that can last and it's a peace of mind that you have in your family. So again, preparewithbards.com, 20% off and free shipping. You will be completely happy. So Patriots, without further ado, let's now get on with the second part of this interview with Dr. Lee Merritt. If you notice, there's there's a bunch of antiparasitic drugs that they really, really, really don't want us to use. Uh, Chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, um, uh, nitazoxanide, which is the bomb, I can tell you. Nitazoxanide is my favorite antiparasitic drug because I tried to treat people when I was in the military with stuff that had, had tapeworm, and you can't get rid of beef tapeworm, and this gets rid of it in three days. And then is chlorine dioxide. I mean, they really, they put the Grenons in jail for two years just for talking about it. They weren't even, you know, recommending COVID treatment with it, but it's beyond just the COVID thing. They don't want us to know about that because I really think what's happening here, one of the ways that the COVID probably this toxin killed you is it damaged the vaccine for sure. It, think about these young guys, because I hear about this from my military doctor friends, that they're, that these guys come in that had no history of cancer, were in perfect health, they take the vaccine and now they got cancer, not in one place, but all over them. Okay, but let's just think guys were deployed somewhere, they've been around animals, they've been in jungles, who knows? And now you damage their immune bodies were just keeping all these parasites in check and now they've all broken out and they call it cancer. I think this is going on. 
And my my vote to anybody that has this happen is go get you can get fenbendazole over the counter. You oxanide overseas. You need to stock up on this stuff. Think about it. I just I'm not. This is not official. This is what I would do if it right, were me. So what we're saying here is, I mean, I'm going to take this to the next step. Then this injection, which we know has certain technologies in it, which include a nanotech, depending on the batch, a nanotech, a hydrogel. A lipid and nano, I think it's a lipid nanogel. Nanoparticle. We've got the uh, spike protein in there, or at least the directions with the mRNA to build it. Is the body looking Maybe. at that whole thing as a parasite infects infection, and then when you take these drugs, it's the parasites, the parasitics or the antiparasitics that are then able to assist the body by going out and purging it. Well, and that is a really good thought. And I can't tell you think that because of any literature about these things because we don't know much about them. I mean, you can read the Journal of Nanotechnology and you can get some ideas they're doing, but they don't talk about how to treat people that have been inadvertently or in, inappropriately dosed with them. You know, they don't put that out there. But I have a feeling the fact that they're censoring it this badly, if you use that as a guide to the truth, that's probably part of this. I have a feeling. And look at the people that are these morticians that are bringing out these weird clots and and one of one guy said it even moved i mean i can't prove any of this but there's too much you know it's not just it's not just this report here and this report here it's like coming out everywhere and it's like the preponderance of evidence makes you wonder if these aren't some kind of weird parasite that's getting put into people Hydra is the one the reason i even learned about nitazoxanide and let me just point out that the remdesivir to make remdesivir not look so bad, they added two drugs in different studies. One was ivermectin and one was nitazoxanide. Now, I had never heard the term nitazoxanide spoken until just about six months ago. And why did I even hear about it? Because Carrie Made was telling me about this, about what she'd learned about Hydra. And makes you wonder if, I always thought hydrogel was a, a hydrophilic waterphilic gel but maybe there's more to it than that because we know that they have been experimenting with hydra which is immortal you can chop it into a million little pieces and it will grow a million new hydra that they then it's and it's essentially immortal so they were using it to they were talking about using it for neurologic bridging in other words you get a spinal cord injury maybe you could put this stuff in there it would grow between the pieces and it would be integrated in your nerve system and start giving signals across i don't know how they were going to do it but that kind of idea maybe that's in here so i decided i'll look up to see what 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 do you do for hydra you know well hydra it, because aquariums get hydra overgrowth and they use nitazoxanide oh. and that's how i found out about it not because one darn doctor from the NIH ever mentioned it. And, but they know, it turns out that not only is it a super bomb for parasites, it's also a great antiviral, whatever that is, whatever they want to call viruses. It's a great thing for diseases. They've proven that too. They just don't tell us this stuff. And they punish doctors to use it. If you were going to give a protocol, I'm not saying you're giving one, but if, if a person was looking at a protocol Ivermectin versus nitazoxanide. Would you use nitazoxanide? Would you stay with it? Well, yeah, if I were going to do a parasite cleanse, well, this is what I did on me. I'm going to tell you, I spent five months once I learned all this. I said, well, shoot, if we all have parasites, and, and I give Brian Artis a lot of credit. Brian's the one that really tipped me into the fact that we all have parasites because he works with a parasitologist. 
And he's, in fact, he talked to the parasitologist one time about these egg sacs. He said, you know, when you look at these, these microscopic slides of tumors, it looks exactly like the microscopic slides of egg sacs, parasite egg sacs. And he said, this guy looked at him and said, be kidding me, in 30 or 20 years of doing uh, parasitology, I have never had a cancer doctor make that patient. But in our specialty, we think about it all the wow. time. So I have a feeling they know that this is true. They can't speak or they lose all their funding. But yeah, I, I just, I, ivermectin is good for some things. And I don't know how, I just don't know how effective it is for parasites versus, it's, I mean, it's effective for some parasites. I just don't know about it in this. So, and quite frankly, it's a little bit harder to get your hands on right now. So what I did, I got some fenbendazole, which is Panicure C that you can get in a farm. And I have this all on my, on my website on the front page, if you go to parasites. And I, and I did, I took, I, I also got some nitazoxanide from uh, Grant Pharmacy overseas. And I'm sure there are other pharmacies that have it, but it's not everybody has this. You can't even find it. I couldn't even find it in a local pharmacy. They say it's an, it's used for, uh, parasites well, and it's already approved. But anyway, I got those two things and I started with the fenbendazole because I had it and I gave it myself for three days and then I waited, you know, five to seven days and I did another three days and then I waited a little while, did another, and then I kind of stretched it out. If you go, don't, don't go too long between doses, I found out because that when you kill off the mother parasites, and these could be microscopic, they don't have to be worms in your gut, they can be microscopic. When you kill off the mothers, then they don't have that hormone put out or the chemical put out that stops the eggs from hatching and you'll get a big egg hatch. And then when you treat yourself, you'll kill them all suddenly and you'll get this horrendous, what they call a Herxheimer reaction. And it's, it's what we used to associate with treatment of syphilis because syphilis, you could see these little spirochetes swimming around in the blood. And when you kill them all at once, you get this, this histamine-like horrible, cold, flu-like symptoms, you know, muscle aches and pains and everything. Don't want to go through that. So don't, don't go over two weeks in between your, your treatment cycles, but that's what I did. And I, and I'm going to tell you, I didn't even test myself because I took it, I took what Brian said to heart is that we all have them. You know, if you're, if you had had a cat, if you had a dog, what do they do? They worm them, right? If they had worms, you have worms. So whatever you want to call them, you've got parasites. And, and that's why, like I say, toxoplasmosis is a known cat transmitted thing. Not very common, but maybe more common than we approve if it's in its subtle stage. So I just say your chance of having a negative test is greater, a false negative test is greater than not having parasites. So I'm just, I'm just of the idea, everybody should treat themselves, clean out your system. I actually lost two waist sizes. I really did because you've, you got all this bloating weird stuff going on and, I, and, and it isn't pretty sometimes what comes out. But then I finally went after five months, I didn't have any more of that. And so now I just am on a, a, a maintenance protocol. And what I, I do is I use chlorine dioxide every day. So do you have this whole protocol on your website? Yeah, yeah, front page, parasites. All right, we need to get people. Again, for educational purposes only. Of course. I would never think of. <laughs> I would that. never recommend anybody do no, this, but it's for education. Yeah, I just I, I, because I think so. Well, and and entertainment purposes. And entertainment, right, it's education it's important and entertainment. To be entertained by the truth, which is yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm look I was on Grant Pharmacy and and that's where you buy most of your stuff is Grant Pharmacy. 
that's where I get my overseas stuff just because I I I started with them. I never gotten cheated, and yeah. I and you can email them and talk to Frank, and he can help you. And yeah, I they're they're pretty good. I think they're reasonable. Outstanding. Okay. I'm not saying they're the only ones. It's just the one I've gotten. Well, yeah, but see, that's that's uh, another one of those for your information, entertainment purposes. Right, right, right. I don't get a kickback right. from them. Yeah, that's good. That's no, right. I, I like that. All right, so that's stuff to know. And your website, it's it's the Rebel, the Medical the Rebel. Medical Rebel. The Medical Rebel. Yeah, the Medical oh, Rebel. Awesome. How are your chickens, by the way? <laughs> oh, my chickens are great. You know, you can learn a lot of psychology from chickens. Yeah. You know what yeah. potty parody is, right? Yes. Potty parody is when the the women's restroom at the at the at the baseball arena is all backed up and you can't use it because there are too many women and we're slow. And then the men's is not backed up at all and you you know you want to just go over and use that. So they keep demanding that they make more bathroom women. That's potty parody. Okay. Well, I'm experiencing that with my chickens. You know, my husband said to me the other day, he says you got to go down there. Those girls are screaming like there maybe there's a raccoon or something in there and I can't go down right now. So I said, okay, I'll down there no it's about nesting boxes they're 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 all i made what i thought was very nice nesting boxes but they won't share so even though there's room for three in each one of these they won't share they always have to have their so own and they're just screaming oh i have 15 right. if i had chickens because they're technically illegal where i am so if i right. had chickens i'd have 15 right. but they're i'm on eight and a half acres of land it's illegal. this is yeah it's yeah it's crazy. Right, you, the, the, these people can't <laughs> We had a little win here. They tried to redefine fire uh, safety zones in in Oregon, and <laughs> the lunatics at our state level, um, this I mean, their great way of doing things, were costing people their whole whole house insurance because it suddenly put them in high risk fire areas, and then they'd be dropped. So that seems to have been withdrawn. But there's there's nothing worse than just obsessive lunatics that like rules and laws. I mean, it's it, and and they don't and, but they don't apply to them Correct. keep in mind that's why they don't Almost care because they don't apply to them not. look at you know the mask thing you no, know absolutely. they and they don't want us independent they don't want us moving no they don't oh by the way did you see this is one of my favorite latest lunatic things but it's really a, it's just a picture's worth a thousand words there was a picture of the tesla salvage vehicle in other words you got a tesla it breaks down on the road they have to send a tesla vehicle out to get you it was filling up at a gas station. You can't make this up. I don't know if you saw the other one. I think it was in your part of the country, in fact. Uh, it was flooded. They had the Tesla charging station that had literally submerged underwater. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and the sub-comment was, and you thought smoking in a gas station was dangerous. You know, That's really good. Yeah, you're going to be standing in the water. Yeah, no, that's a, actually, that's a good point. I hadn't even no, thought about a, that. That wasn't in my area, unfortunately, because I think we're having weather manipulation personally. We've got, oh, I mean, at doubt. the wrong rain time, rain's at the wrong time, yeah. and then now it's dry at the wrong time. Well, really the funny dry. part is that whatever they're doing over on our side of the country, because they're, they're spraying every day it's the best summer we've had in years. So I'm like, but see, we're in a blue state, even though we're in a red County, red, red County. I think it makes me wonder if they're kind of going by state, which it wouldn't surprise me at all. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me at so all. You're in I, this, Kansas, right? No, I'm in Iowa. In Iowa. Iowa. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, and um, I just really think that 
ultimately a lot of this is distraction i think they killed a lot of people i think we're going to see a huge die off and depopulation issue hit us demographic issue sadly i, I don't know that we're going to come get out of that part but ultimately, I don't think it's going to be enough for them. And I think they're really, really trying to starve us. That they've, they've done that. They did that with the Kulaks. They've done mm -hmm. it, you know, everywhere they, they really want to get pe rid of people. That's what they, they do. Oh, and, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's, um, there's an interesting set of numbers if you overlay them, which I love to do statistical overlays because it creates interesting discoveries. So if you, the labor numbers are that we're, short 3.5 million people in the labor force, okay? It's interesting when you take the research by Tom Renz and others of, of good credibility, there's approximately 700, depends on who you hear, 400 to 700,000 that they know of that have died of this injection and upwards of about two to two and a half million injured. That suddenly right. is, gets very close to that number of 3.5 million. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is, I personally, I've been saying this for some time, that that's the only thing that would make sense. There's no additional programs for people to be sitting on their couch at home to get free money. That's gone. And you look at the death rates for the millennial class, it's up 500, 5,000%. Yeah. Because they shouldn't have died. They wouldn't have died of this. No. Yeah. And, um, and lives. overall, we're up yeah. at least 40%. Todd Callender told me that for working class people, it's up 80% in his insurance company. So that's huge. And, and we're, it's, we haven't hit the complete, you know, well, the wave won't really hit for 20 years what's left because we've got huge infertility going on. Well, that's another and, big one. Uh, I, I'm beginning to wonder if they introduced monkeypox as a way to fast track in under kind of under stealth the Plaxovid type drug, which is an, a retrovirus drug, in order to keep people boosted and alive just long enough so we get past the election season, if that makes sense. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be working that way. <laughs> I don't know. I think I I think that they've done their deed, and I think that's why that's why I think I'm kind of moving on to the next step. Is we have to we have to realize here's the thing that really really bothers me right now, is. First of all, when I hear the politicians and even the well-meaning guys, I'm, I'm not, I'm not at all these guys are, are off the beaten trail, but they, they're, they're saying, well, when we get back in, we're going to get these military and we're going to restore them to active duty and pay their back pay and up, you know, put them back at the rank and get rid of all this negative stuff. Well, I'm, I'm not saying it's not a good idea to get rid of their negative stuff and let people back that want to, but trust me, they're not coming back. I've done a, an informal survey of every, because I've had a lot of military on my show. I've had a lot of mm -hmm. interactions with people and it's not only no, but hell no. Right. Um, you know, uh, not until we see justice done, not until blah, 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 blah. And that doesn't include all the people that they injured that are not now physically fit to serve would never come back in and the people they killed. How about those 12 rangers that died in their bed one month? Right. I mean, that you can't, you can't turn this around. This is murder and you've done it. It's, it's over, you know? So now what we, and, and the other part that I really am upset about is this, like I mentioned with Robert Malone, you know, we own those bioweapons labs. We gave W9s or, or W2s to the bioweaponeers. We know their names. We know where they are. Why is nobody mentioning any of them? Oh, you're absolutely right. None of them. Well, I mean, this, there's 1,052 in Taiwan. 
Yeah. I mean, that, and now here's, let me ask you about Taiwan. Yeah. Now, that's an interesting topic. Um, I really think <laughs> the reason that this is going down right now the way it is over there, and I, don't, I didn't see what's happening today, but I have a feeling we have bioweapons labs over there. Now, that's a place I don't have any intel in at all. I mean, I don't know, but I have yeah, a yeah, feeling. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. There, there's 1,052 of them in Taiwan. Oh, in Taiwan. So is Xi a good guy now? That, that's, that's the question. Well, is Xi a guy this, working with Putin There's a couple things about this that are pretty interesting. So there's a release that happens yesterday or day before by the Russian military that specifically calls out the DNC and its funding of the bioweapons lab, okay? And that's as the criminal organization that's behind the funding of the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. We have from and some hopefully other, research, other places around Russia. Right, and, and so there's, then there's the bioweapons labs in Taiwan. And of course, then you have to look at the fact that we had a bioweapons labs in Wuhan, which happened to be, and I've, I've mentioned this once before on the show with you, that was the headquarters for the nationalists after Mao Zedong took over, that Wuhan was where the nationalists set up shop before they were pushed out into Taiwan under Chiang uh -huh, Kai-shek. Uh -huh. So there, there's not, that connection can't be missed. It's only 60 or 70 miles linear as the bird flies from Wuhan to Taiwan. Okay. Right? So there's that part of it. And then you have something very interesting that the Russian military came out and said they would give the support to China. But here's the deal. It didn't say CCP. It said PRC, People's Republic of China. China, yeah. CCP. Right, right. I think that what we're going to witness here is we're, the deep state is rooted in the CCP. That's right. Their they region. have their deep state. We have our deep state. Right. And our deep state is rooted in the DNC, as right. it appears, even though our politicians are about 95% bought off, sold, and are totally corrupt. Yeah. Both and bought. so I think what you're starting to see is this at this level of the fight, you're seeing the taking off of the multi-headed hydra. I think you're going to see it. And, and I think Taiwan's going to come back into the orbit of China in a good way. It'll, it'll look dramatic, kind of like Ukraine is looking dramatic thanks to a, a blisteringly horrible media. Yeah. But if you're, when you're getting footage on the ground of Ukraine, the Ukrainians are happy to see the Russians. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Some, one of the great clips today is they had a bunch of whole families, young kids uh, swimming in the, in the river. And one of the Russian attack helicopters came over I low, saw like that. feet on the deck. And, and they're, they're all, all celebrating. Right? Yeah. And then the, the, the hind and the helicopter, the Russian attack helicopter, give them a little show, which only happens when the military knows they've got the heart of the people, right? Yeah. yeah. Here's oh. where I was going, though, with to kind of pull this all around. Because when we look at our military and where it's at, and I agree with you on the 120,000, I'm talking to some one of the lieutenant colonels currently in the Army, which I will not disclose, but he is not vaxxed, and he is witnessing the effects of this his he's a battalion commander and of his it's like 40 percent of his battalion is dysfunctional he says basically we're not even a functional military right now yeah yeah and, and they're keeping that very low key i think that one of the consequences of this that most politicians have no visibility on or just don't even understand it's what happens when a country goes to war so anytime a country goes to war we can take world war ii as a really good example the troops come back, they've come back with different experiences, and over the next 10 and 20 years, the country is transformed 
to a large degree based on what they experienced overseas and the experiences of war itself. We've had the similar thing happen in trickle effects, kind of, with Iraq and Afghanistan, but not really full-blown because of the nature of politics these days. But what I do think we're going to see is a true revival of the republic, but it's not going to happen through the Republican or the Democrat Party, and it's exactly what you're saying. Because I'm one of them right now, and it's like, I don't care about parties. Right. I don't even really care about the elections. I mean, I, I don't tell people not to vote, but I'm just putting it realistically. Is like your vote is a, it's a process. It's not an end. Right. And it's definitely not it's – it's part of a little, little tiny cog in a massive wheel, and we know that that cog is corrupted down to its core. So you have to change bigger things like we talked about at the very yeah. beginning. I think the the people change, the systemic change. And what happens when the military becomes effectively just ineffective? For example, we know that pilots are being heavily impacted by this injection. Yeah. All of a sudden, our entire F-35 fleet is grounded because of technical problems. How about this? <laughs> Lack of pilots, most likely. That's like, that's like the commercial airlines. It's weather. That's right. why you it's can't like fly weather. today. It's weather. Right. And that's Wait another minute, thing. Perfect. We can't even... I, I, I'll tell you, we, you can't even fly safely. I don't know if you've heard uh, of, yeah. um, have you heard of Dr. Kevin Stillwagon? Oh, yeah. He's a friend of mine. I've been talking to him on a regular basis about this oh, stuff. He was just on the show the other day. I love yeah. him. I mean, he really has a really good way of framing complex problems. And, and of course, he was a Delta pilot for 20 plus years. So he gives you the medical and the and the aviation, avi- yeah. aviator perspective. Um I wouldn't fly if you paid me right now. Right. And he's he's the one that told me. He said, you know, the even these these big jets, you need two pilots. And even at that, if you're within a short distance to the runway, you know, you're like under a certain number of feet, 200 feet or whatever it is, and you had a seizure or you had one of these catastrophic events. This is right after Captain Snow had his event, mm-hmm. you know, and he he um you know that was i was on a show with him i mean that was really just right after he landed and he has a cardiac arrest now if that had happened just six minutes before and he had been disabled and actually pushed the yoke down or you know did, there's you can't recover from that you can't no. the guy next to you cannot cannot grab the the, Not the, the, way they're the, the controls today. that quickly so there is that but and then um and, and then i was i was asking him about this one because um uh, uh, Newman, Alex Newman was in a plane crash and it was, it was not really big on the news because it, it, he, he was taking off I, the way I understand it, and I'll have to double check with him, but I think it was, he was taken off and they lost an engine right at takeoff and just came right back down, but kind of a heavy crashy landing and spun around a little bit. And he said, nobody got hurt, but it was scary. And I, so the, and I made the comment to him, and I, I talked to Stilling, and I said, you know, the issue is it's not just the pilots that are vaccinated. It's also the maintenance crews. Yes. It's the maintenance crews. and it, it, It's coming up in little places that people are paying attention to. I want to kind of go to that point. And it was, it, I have this standing joke now. It's like when you, if you order something and it comes in wrong, the first question to ask is, was your, was your crew vaxxed? Right? I know. Because Isn't that sad? It, it I mean, this is a great example, I, and I, I'll use this. Um, I had a, I ordered a, a bunch of stuff. I've been upgrading my Jeep, and so I, at one point I was getting a bumper. It's an American-made bumper, great company, I, and I, I'll leave it at that. It's a fantastic company. But they've had a labor problem with this 
COVID thing of having sure. to hire new people. And of course, a lot of the guys that they hired are vaxxed. They had to make three bumpers. Okay, the first one, and I could tell you the errors because I went through them and I, could, I measured them. The first error was the guy didn't measure outside to outside and convert it right. He put it outside, he took an outside to outside dimension and made it an inside to inside dimension so the mounting brackets wouldn't fit. Okay, this is these are welded pieces. And these bumpers on a company level, they're not cheap. I mean, you're talking six to $700 for a bumper, right? Wow. And then shipping. So that's the first one. So they're like, okay, we'll make you another one. So they sent it out to me. The next thing is a layout problem because you can see it. There's a point where you, there's one side that the pivot point has to be for the spare tire holder, okay? And the guy literally mirrored it and flipped it over and welded it on the other side. So it, it's done wrong. So the, it, I take this as a simple example because I know from talking to them that they were having labor issues. And these labor issues are being compounded, not just by skill, but by injection, because people are have brain fog and other things. And so that one sale that they would have made their normal margin on, I'm happy to pay it, whatever that is, they, they lost three, they lost twice because it was yeah. two extra bumpers. They didn't want them back. They're just like, we just want you to be happy, which like I say, I credit the company. It's not their fault. They're super company to work with, American company. But that you imagine that rippled across an entire American business industry, right? Yeah. We ordered another part the other day, and it was specific what we wanted, and they sent the right part, the wrong color. And I, my first comment was that it's like, was, was your uh, was your supply staff like the guys in the warehouse were they vaxxed? And they don't want to answer that. But I'm like, that's literally that's ripple effect that we're having in business, and what it's costing on the end, right? Right. Well, I mean, I tried to order something from a catalog today, and it was 15 minutes to get on the order line. When have you ever heard that? I'm right. Don't it's have insane. enough people. But here's the and here's the other issue. It's not just the airlines, and it's not just the, your your example of of labor problems, but also quality problems of parts. Yes. The other thing is the trucking industry. We're seeing these. We're hearing that the 9-11 guy saying it's record numbers of 9-11 calls for medical emergencies. And these fine people, I heard from a friend who's got trucking family. First of all, he said, have you seen these pictures of these trucks that are just, you know, deadheaded into the, into the, uh, like a, a bridge abutment? I a have. big semi truck just just dead into the bridge abutment. I mean that you don't see that very often, but that's happening. And apparently they're finding all these dead truckers in their trucks at these, uh, you know, at the like the 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 love stations, whatever they call them, where the the big trucking uh, gas stations where they stay overnight. And they'll find people that have been dead for days because their trucks have been running. And finally somebody checks on them, and they're dead in there. Wow, that's happening. And we're not see we're the news. The news is not telling us these things but it's so you know i i it you don't want to fly but it's also not safe completely to drive these days that that's gone up i don't know how no, much yet right. but it's well, it's everywhere other other accidents i mean to that point other accidents i just in my local area things that you don't normally see like you know when you get the on-ramp on-ramp and off-ramp barriers yeah in how many it takes a big rig to rip one of those out at completely at its core and shred it and it's like, I've seen three of them lately. And I'm like, what's the probability of that? Right, right. Right? Or just the other day on a, on a back road to have a vehicle in the middle of nowhere do an end over triple flip 
and crash right into the ditch. It's like, what caused that? Right. I, I do think that we're seeing stuff that's, and it's going to get worse. That's going to get worse. I agree. Um, so what, what is your, I mean, in the kind of, as we kind of wrap this all up and we look at numbers and we look at um, this damage of this injection at one point, I mean, there was a pretty solid projection by some that said, if you took it, you're going to die. I mean, it was as blunt as it can be. Um, do you think that's still the case? Do you think the body's being able to overcome some of this as we've kind of come up with more information and, or and that when we talk about the impact of this, it is still significant. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the problem here is when you get into the, the numbers is that all the vaccines weren't the same and some of them were placebo. We know that. Mm -hmm. So right. we don't know exactly. It's, it's, imp it's impossible to come up with a number because you don't know how many people, you know, we can look at the we can look at what's happening now like when you say well 80 percent of the workforce there's an 80 percent increase of working age people all cause mortality but we don't know whether that's going up or down and because the 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 beautiful electronic system of instantaneous data that's going to these medical places like the nih cdc and our government are not putting that data out in any reasonable time frame they're held holding it for two years which doesn't help you so we can't make a real prediction here i'm just going to say that i think um we're seeing some really some of this stuff is really bad so we're going to see some more deaths how you know what was it the Deagle Institute or something that predicted that we were going to end up with 25%, I think, of our population. Yeah. That's, I mean, where do they, they don't tell you why they said that, but they do intel for the military. So they, you know, they're kind of snoopy poopy people. I don't know where they got that data, but it makes you think that somebody knows we're in real trouble here. And yeah, there was, uh, there's, there was a reduction from, of about a hundred million in our population, which is which is about a thirty percent drop. A thirty percent um, drop. Okay, not thirty percent left. Uh, yeah, about thirty percent drop remaining was a projection. The other part about this model, which I think is real, is that part of this acceleration of this problem or this their their plan, we'll call it right. They don't have the infrastructure set up to replace the people. They don't have the robotics. They don't have the AIs. They don't have it on a global level. Nobody does. Yeah. Even China doesn't have the magnitude of AIs that they need. I mean, that's showing up right now. They're having like it's unbelievable numbers of protests per day. China will not even report its number of protests per day because there's so many. Their country's unraveling. Evergrande's that other big grenade that's gone off. Right now, if they now one thing to say about that is if you really see they want it down to 500 million, what was their plan there? Right. I'm thinking what the they never were going to replace us with mechanical robots because look at Westworld look at all the mark look at all the maintenance it took to keep those those mechanical people going I think they've always been planning on transhumanism and they just put a controlling mechanism up here you know mm -hmm. that's the nanotech put controlling mechanisms up here that can be affected by 5G or some other wireless technology and we 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 create ourselves we reproduce ourselves and we maintain ourselves until we've worn out not functionally anymore and then they'll just bump us off it's the soylent green kind of work model and i think that was really the plan i i well and i would add to that i would my my projection my my not projection but i guess my my research kind of suggests that 
Planned Parenthood would be converted to birthing clinics. Oh yeah, I, they, I, I think I heard you say that. That's really that's really profound because they and that's and that's the other thing the genderless remainder and they have artificial wombs and you just kind of don't have to be pregnant anymore it just always it's just horrible what what they're looking well, at when you take we go back now to what you kind of started with early on which was this cast nine technology right and yeah. you look at the importance which was designed in there of the sterilization that means that when you're going to the birthing clinics you're now able to create a true cast cast system yep right elites and poor the poor can get so many of, of the features and everyone else is going to get the elite features if you want them that one percent or less than one percent and that's really how you ultimately control humanity because you just you start offering the birthing spaces they can't birth themselves and then the new children coming out are sterile they all have to rely on that technology. Well, I don't yeah, think that's so far from the truth. No, I don't either. You might not even need the elite category because keep in mind this: there's a genetic um, targeting of this bio, and it doesn't hit people with this K26R genetics as much. So those kids might not be sterile even if they take the vaccine. They may get sick. They may get you know, but they're not gonna. I have a feeling they're not gonna be sterile. So. Um, so there's that and then there's also obviously you know in africa they're not they're not taking the vaccine now they'll th if they don't want them they'll kill them some other way i mean i think that we have to be prepared for the fact that that we're going to be facing a huge starvation problem that's going to ripple down that we haven't quite seen yet you know with this food shortage it's not going to hit us i mean we're going to have food shortage I don't think we're going to have a huge starvation problem the way that they are going to in the third world because we've been supporting them with with food a lot of times. So um, I don't know. I, now, well, I, the, I've said on the show that I believe the word famine will become one that's familiar in the American vocabulary. Yeah, I do. I, I do think we are going to have some of that. I, I think that I, you know, I have to say I think there is a good good side to this because. Even though we, you know, I've been really worried about the military aspects that we lose our military capabilities. But what are we, you know, one of the things that we're seeing, like we saw this, this thing with the Georgia Guidestones, and then we saw this thing with that uh, obelisk in the Philippines, and there was another one. Um, I don't know. We're seeing there a bunch the of this. lightning bolt that hit Washington. Well, there's a lightning bolt. Now that looked like lightning, to be honest. But the yeah, guidestones. But still, didn't. yesterday, what's the chances that sucker hitting the lawn of the White House? Right, right. I'm, I'm just gonna say, I, I'm skeptical on that one too. Now that one, I've had people say, well, God can take down stone buildings with lightning if He wants to. I, I don't doubt that. But I don't. I have to say honestly, I'd like to rather think that we are showing the bad guys that we have the capability of taking down their infrastructure with our. I agree. That's where I was leading. Space technology, right. and I think, mm -hmm. as much as as much as this all looks dim and glim, I think we do have people in the background working for us, and we have. But it, but it's not going to work if we just expect somebody else to do it. We all have to stand up right now. And and one of the things about the elections, the thing I will say about that is. Um, you know, and I put this out on, I love truth. I put this out on a truth with a picture of Matt Dillon, if you remember the old gun smoke, you know, and oh, he's yes. got his six shooter and everything. And I said, listen, what would you do if you just heard that they were killing children down in your local pharmacy in the back room somewhere, right? Would you, you know, call your congressman? Would you write a letter to the pharmacy board? No, you'd go down to the sheriff and say, they're killing children downtown in the pharmacy and we need to go do something about it. Well, they are and we aren't we we have to start taking 
local responsibility. You've said that for a long time, that, that at our county sheriff level and down, we have to take back our counties. And we have to take back, first of all, the stop stop people from murdering people. You know, it, it, there's no question right now that you should, should not be coercing anybody to take this vaccine. If anybody still believes that uh, at this point, I, I don't have much hope. But I think we're starting to realize that that has to be stopped. And then the next thing is, you've got to take back your elections. I note that in my little county of 14,000 people, we're still using the same machines that stole the elections last time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, I've been talking in this last couple of weeks, I've been really kind of pushing towards, as you mentioned earlier, what's the next step? And I mean, we've fought the war for don't take the vax. And yep. what, we've saved as many as we could at that right. point, And we fought it aggressively. There is no stopping that process now. So now it's kind of shift. And as I've been talking about now, now it's time to build bridges and heal. Because even though that sounds premature, what's the one thing the enemy needs? They need a compliant cult. And the more people that we can start pulling over through healing, which is a powerful method through various means, whether it's spiritual healing or whether it's physical healing, at least getting them to be aware and to giving them a ray of hope not within the medical system, then I think that what we're starting to see is we're starting to see a, a growing base of people that are going to be very diligent to wanting to also see justice. That's the, the big part here. We're, we're in a multi-phase process. When the wall fell in Glasnost, which was about 1989, I believe. Yeah, 1991. Yeah, yeah 91. Um, to now, see, that's 31 years that Russia has had to go through this process. Right. Of, of deal with the murders of Stalin of 30 million Russians and et cetera. Um, we've never had genocide on our own uh, at, that we've identified on our right. own. It's been border. slow and quiet. Correct. And this <laughs> is where this realization, I think it's, I think we will have some amazing awakenings, but it will completely transform this nation. It will, I do believe it will take us back and I do believe it will recenter us as a true republic, and it will bring us together, but not in the timelines of like 2024 or 2022 election. No, no. It, it's going to be a we the people type thing, and I'm seeing it more and more myself with people just saying, I'm done. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to work on my garden, work on my community, work on my homestead, but not the bunker up mentality, which is also important because it's, no. it's now trying to, I mean, I've seen this even in some of the property we have in the valley where the people have been pretty survivalist, and there's been a change there. I mean, a matter of fact, one of the neighbors called me the other day and said, hey, I just wanted to know how things were going on your place. I'm going to be away for a couple of weeks, but if you want to leave me a key, I can go over and open up if you need anything. I mean, that's it's a different sort of sense of we need to come together. Right. Which is really profound. Yeah. And that's a great shift to see. And I think that's where we're kind of headed. But, boy, is it going to be a, a difficult slog through the trenches to get there. Right. And we're not, and I'll tell you the, 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 the things that we need to do to get there, in my opinion, is number one, these, these psychopaths running the whole world's show here, they don't do anything physically. All they do is move words and money. Okay. They, they, they yep. convince us of things. They've got word magic and money magic and they, they, they fund things and they talk good and they, and they set up all this crazy stuff, but they don't actually do anything. So they depend on the hands of human beings to do their, their own damage. So the nurses that are giving the injections, 
everybody's got to stop working for these people, right? And if you're the people that are putting up the, the, the towers, you've got to understand they're going to kill your children too. If you're flying the airplanes that are getting the chemicals on us, I tell this at every program now, you've got to stop. You've got to wake up and realize you are part of the problem. Now, I'm not saying I know all the insides and there may be some stuff that is good going on out there that has to do with stuff in the airplanes, that I don't know. But if you know, I mean, we have to, people have to take responsibility for being part of this evil takedown from the monetary to the food systems, everything. And, and then we have to stop rehiring the bad guys. That's the other thing. The tech, in World War II, we, we hung the red shirts, we hung the administrators, we hired the technocrats. We need to really punish the people that did this. We cannot, we cannot accept that. And then why not go back? You know, simple things on elections. I don't know why there's so much difficulty. We went into Iraq and in one year, we, we held elections that were simple on paper with a, with a blue thumb, remember that, or a blue finger? <laughs> did in Afghanistan too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what's 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 the big deal here? We used to always do paper here. We don't need the blue finger because everybody knows everybody in my small town. But you know, that's all you need. But you cannot accept these machines. There are just certain things that, if if people are just chatting about getting but somebody elected, they got to realize it's not going to matter unless you take care of these things. So there's certain technologies that are absolutely critical here. And, oh, I agree with you. I mean, this we is, have to we work on a, that. We, we do need to get back to the personal accountability. I talk a lot about that, and I agree with you, because we can't, as a, a republic cannot exist when people become obedient to whatever the ruling elite state and that you don't question. That's not the way it was right. intended to be. And they've done it very subtly with these regulations, which are killing us. Absolutely. You know, they've killed our dairy industry in this state. They've killed our small, small meat markets. They've killed our, now they're killing medicine. Everybody needs to realize if you don't stand up against the medical boards in your state, they're going, all you're going to be left with are order follower doctors. And that's what they're doing. So everybody's got to get involved in all this. If I think if people literally walked out of a system and this yep. is kind of like for two months, and this is what I was saying the other night on the show. In two months, you're not going to lose your house. You're not going to lose your car. Just don't participate. I mean, no payments, right. nothing for two months. Your credit score will take a little ding. Big deal. Who cares? I mean, literally, like, two months, watch how quickly they turn. One, they'll, there, there will be a face of this. It will be fascist because it's just what happens. But you watch how quickly some of those big corporations turn and start groveling. Literally, like, we want you back. It's like... Then you have the terms of negotiations in your court. Right? Yeah, yeah. But so again, where's the website so everybody hears it? Themedicalrebel.com. Three okay. words. Themedicalrebel. Themedicalrebel.com. We're going to close with a prayer. Can we do a prayer? Is that okay? Yeah, be great. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time we've had. It's a, done the great conversation with Dr. Lee Merritt and all the great work that she's doing to continue to help open minds and to have people take responsibility in their lives. And Father, we just pray for a continued fight here to, for accountability and, and sovereignty in our body temple and in the way that we live to seek that, to, to step away from the obedience to the powers of men and to place their obedience truly with you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. great conversation as always. Alrighty. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. So awesome. We're All right, over. Dr. Merritt. Hey, see ya. Let's talk to you soon. Give up. Bye now. Bye. God bless. 
So Patriots, that was Dr. Lee Merritt, what I think was just a great two-part interview and just covered a lot of topics and some really interesting insights into health, parasitics, and so many other things. If you haven't heard part one, make sure and go back and listen to that. This is a very important time to keep informed and really listen to some of the best minds in the industry. Dr. Lee Merritt is one of the best in the medical frontiers right now in opening up horizons and how we think and just keeps pressuring us to think differently about what we've been told because so much of what we've been told is skewed or just outright lies. So Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom and subdue the enemy. Patriots, I will see you Sunday night for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the deepest Oh, I want to feel something Let me get back in my body